BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug, and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies, coming to you once again from a mad, 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 mad world with another Homes Alone edition it's Sunday, February 14th, Valentine's Day, 2021. And my guests are a bunch of sweethearts. <laughs> Joining me today are Adam Brody, Evan Morgan, and Claire Kramer. Hello, everybody. Hi, guys. Hello. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Let's introduce everybody uh, individually so the listeners know uh, who's speaking at all times. Uh, starting with first-time guest, Adam Brody is here. Hello, Adam. Hi there. Thanks for having me. Listeners, this is me with the at once very low and also very high voice. Very nasally. Uh, low and nasally. I've always been a fan of your role in the uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith movie. Really? Yeah. I wish I could agree, but anyways, go on. I like the whole movie, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm certain I wouldn't be surprised if you have issues with your... I like, well, I like the whole movie, maybe except for me. But anyways, go, go. Yeah. You, okay. uh, don't let me cut you off. Tell me more. <laughs> Are you that critical of yourself all the time or is this one special? Uh, just when it's warranted. I'm not overly, I just think as any professional, you know, yeah. uh, that's a, that was a real missed opportunity for me as far as I'm concerned. Oh, really? You think you, it's, really, you didn't it's, sell getting hit in the face with a phone? <laughs> no, it's just, it, it, it's quite a big stage in a nice movie that plays on seven channels concurrently until the end of time. Yeah. And it was very loose in terms of like figuring out the scripts on the day and, and stuff. So there was room to interject. If I had anything of note or value or humor mostly to add, you know, uh, the floor was all mine and I didn't. And I, I wish I could have uh, come up with something, you know, some better uh, stuff to say. That's all. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I, uh, you know, I think you transcend what you're saying in the film. And I enjoy you in it very much. Uh, but yeah, Appreciate I, do, it. I do enjoy the, the, the entire movie. And 
uh, but I brought it up just because did you see they're they're you know making a new version of it? I don't know yeah and I don't know what to think of that or <laughs> I don't know I don't know you know I mean I clearly clearly they must have an idea there you know there must be a real new take on it uh, uh, and I'm curious what that is yeah other than just maybe oh that looks like that would be fun to do you know. I, I would expect, and, and maybe I'll be proven wrong, but I would expect with those two and, and you know, I don't know, I don't want to say subversive necessarily, but, but I don't know. The way they're kind of breaking molds, I would just suspect there's a real fresh idea and it's not. I, I would be disappointed if at the end of the day, they're just like, we like those roles. We'll just kind of do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and I look, you know, I look forward to it, whatever it is and whenever it comes along, because it might be a minute. Also joining us today is uh, the writer-director of Adam Brody's latest uh, film, his latest starring role as the titular character in Kid Detective. It's Evan Morgan. Hello, Evan. Hey. How are you doing, man? I'm great. I'm great. Thanks for having me. Thanks for taking, uh, you know, an hour out of your uh, Valentine's Day to be here. I assume <laughs> you have a lot of... Uh, activities and things that you like to do on this special day? No, I, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I feel like at this point, I've, I've been in a relationship for eight years. We have a child now. Uh, every single year I, 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 I get in trouble on Valentine's day. Every single year I think, Oh, maybe like we've reached a place of no expectations. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I get in trouble all over again. And, uh, you know, it, it, this, this morning, it, it really was just, I should have gotten up and, and like cleaned and made some breakfast. And, you know, it's been, uh, where we have a, a very young child, only, uh, two months. He's just turned two months. And, uh, and so, yeah, I really dropped the ball. I should have seen this one coming. Well, uh, your, tra your tradition is getting in trouble. So yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah. Well, you know, she would miss it if she didn't get to yell at you. I wonder. <laughs> Maybe next year we'll uh, we'll experiment with that and see. <laughs> well, I love too that you uh, you managed to still get away for an hour to talk to us. Uh, so I love movie trivia. That. I love it. I uh, <laughs> it's it's truly one of my favorite things to do with my friends. And again, because of COVID, it, we haven't done it in uh, uh, over a year. Um, so I'll, I'll I'll be probably more competitive than I should be. <laughs> Well, I should say that uh, I'm, I'm happy to hear that because uh, we've had a instituted a rule on the show that if a guest wins uh, at the games, uh, you know, if they prevail at the end, they're invited to come back on the next show. And we just started doing this a few months ago. And uh, Claire Kramer, who's also here. Hi, Claire. Hi, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> she has been bulldozing the competition. This wow. this will be her fifth uh, show in a row. Wow. Is that correct? Whoa. <laughs> um, yes, I I think so. Yeah. So uh, so oh, the last week was a bit of a lucky episode. It swung in my favor by knowing you, Doug, and not necessarily knowing, you know, right. all the answers. <laughs> Right. You played the player, not the game. <laughs> not by choice. <laughs> uh, and yeah, there's no well, cap on it. 
So you can just go go on and on and on, theoretically. There is no cap on it, and I've discussed it with some fans of the show on Twitter, and um, turns out they, they would be fine with if it became a show where just every week people came on and tried to beat Claire. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, yeah, it, we, this is our second run, though, Doug. Yeah, first... we had another long run yeah, a few <laughs> years back when, back when the show was you know in front of a live audience. And she was nine months pregnant. Ooh. By the uh, end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, it was you went uh, you went ten weeks in a row, I think. Yeah. It was really fun. And um it was fun being backstage with you guys, being super pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Not being able to participate in all the extracurricular activities, but still oh, that's um, true. We did it was a lot a of we did a lot of punching each but other. But I think it was my third or fourth baby at that point. <laughs> I think it was my fourth even. And so I was like, I can't, I didn't even give up coffee or, you know, anything with that one. <laughs> I was right. like, you he's just, fine. Uh, and then when you did give birth, you just did it in the car and tossed the kid out the windows. You drove right. to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, thank you for being back and for uh, spending the next couple of minutes hearing more about uh kid detective is there there's no the on it evan it's just there is so there right. is a the but you know what people are doing their own thing with it i, I, I see it <laughs> referred to as kid detective probably more than the kid detective um, yeah okay uh it, yeah i guess that's it, taking the the off always makes the, something sound a little hipper i guess well and, that's uh, what they say that's the is. timberlake slash sean parker philosophy for sure yeah. <laughs> Facebook, it's cleaner. Um, <laughs> well, he's brilliant. Um, but yeah, you did uh, uh, a terrific job with the movie, though. I watched it today, which I don't normally do. A, a lot of times when guests come on the show that have a movie, I don't watch it because I'd, I'd just rather be in a neutral space of just excitement for them and the fact that they made a movie and and not you know have to sure. hide or sugarcoat or change my opinion uh but i had a, a lovely time watching that film today i had a i had it just a strong feeling that i would like it and uh and then i did not that you know not that you need to <laughs> i didn't bring you here <laughs> to tell you that but i uh I, I did want to bring it up because like i said i usually don't uh, don't see the movies so this one um, well, yeah, thank you for rolling the dice, and uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, well, I'm here to say to everybody, it's worth six bucks. That's what the that's the price it's at now. Every movie is like uh, a stock on the stock market these days, and you just sit and you wait for the prices to come down. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> uh, in this particular case, I think it's already in a very sweet spot. I think six dollars is a great deal for this movie, and. Uh, Adam, what, uh, you know, attracted you to this particular part? Uh, just Evan's, Evan's writing. You know, I mean, the, the concept's great, but um, his voice, you know, he, uh, he was very instrumental in another movie called The Dirties um, that uh, equally this movie, Kid Detective takes a pretty big swing, I think, and tonally, and, and um, this other movie does as well called The Dirties, and that was special, and... Uh, I read, you know, the, he, he shared with me the first act of the script like seven years ago, at least, maybe more. And, um, and I loved it, you know, and not all that much has changed from the first act. I mean, um, I loved it then. And he has a, uh, just a way of writing 
that is very funny, very, but then very poetic and has a lot of uh, pathos and is also very, um, you know, uh, there's a lot of nice metaphor and it's, it's, uh, it's richness and depth keeps revealing itself to me. Yeah. It's, um, you rarely like kind of walk out or as in this case, sit on, you know, sit on the couch at the end of a, uh, what's essentially a fun movie and a mystery movie. Uh, it still uh, ends with a feeling, you know, it leaves you with stuff to think about. Yeah. And, and, um, I, I, I think so. And it's not even so much that, you know, my dream is for people to walk away from this and then it starts a conversation about trauma or whatever. Um, it's more, I mean, I think it works as a really good time at the movies first, like an old fashioned good time. But, um, but I do think, you know, the more you discuss, the more there's there to discover. And I myself having had the script in my back pocket for, you know, you know, two thirds of a decade and then I'm on set and then have watched it and then have read reviews. Like, like I said, I'm still finding things that I didn't quite put together before that are, you know, I don't know if they're all on purpose or some are accidental, but the metaphors keep lining up nicely. Well, speaking of reading reviews, do you, um, do you do that at, at, in general or is this movie, are the stakes different for this movie? You're more interested in what they have to say about it. Um, well, I, I do. I mean, you know, I do until I get bored. I mean, I, I definitely don't have a no review policy cause I, you know, cause I'll get too bent out of shape one way or another. Um, and I, and I also feel like in general, I have a pretty objective view of, whatever it is I'm part of and how it came out and, and, and a strong enough opinion that, you know, reviews won't sway my feeling about it one way or another. But with this, it's been very interesting because it, the, where it's released, when it's released, it, it's, um, you know, essentially, even though it came out in theaters, this weird ride, wide release, they put Sony took it and then they put a trailer out Monday and put it on wide release. This is in October, put it on like 850 screens that Friday so, you know, zero ads or awareness, but there's abandoned theaters and then they did that. And then all to say, and the people we did work with at Sony did a lovely job and it worked their very best. But I mean, in many ways, it's just released into the wild, if you will, or dumped, however you want to. And so to kind of see it spread on this social media and letterbox um, and what have you and Twitter, and it's just kind of a new era and to watch it kind of, bloom and find its audience and you can track it it's very interesting to me and you know we're quarantined so i have too much time on my hands to do that <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. well that's the thing is um during quarantine much more so than before it i've felt like this show is more of a uh a consumer guide in terms mm -hmm. of we have more time to watch stuff, but we also do not have nearly enough time to watch everything that's out there. So just hearing us discuss, uh, you know, different movies that are available, people can kind of get an idea if it's, you know, something worth uh, taking the time for, you know, and also just mentally is that people need to find movies that sound like they're you know, going to soothe whatever it is that they're looking for. I, I'm finding it interesting with my guests each week. A lot of times people are really enjoying scary or even specifically pandemic uh, horror movies. Mm. 
during this time. For me personally, I that's not my jam. That's not what I'm looking for. But every week on the show, I ask my guests to just recommend one movie. And since Claire knows this question is coming, I'll just start with you, Claire. What's one, your one movie recommendation? You recommended Palmer two weeks ago and Hillbilly Elegy last week. Mm-hmm. So what do you know, got yeah. for everybody this week that they should um, Well, let me first say that I watched a lot of bad movies this week. Oh, no. <laughs> Thinking about one to, you're finding a good one. And I'm super excited to watch Kid Detective, um, Evan and Adam. Thanks. So I'll be watching that tonight for sure. Thank you. Cool. Um, awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. It sounds great. Uh, the, I, I'm throwing it back to a classic what I consider, I'm not a, I'm not a romantic comedy love movie person. That's not, that's probably my least favorite type of movie to watch, but in my top 10 of movies is what I consider like probably the best romantic movie is love actually. So since it's Valentine's day, I'm going to throw it back to that 2003 film, which I think is near perfect. Um, and I'll debate that with anyone. It's just, it's such a beautiful story from the opening, you know, monologue by Hugh Grant to, you know, the way they tie in everybody's different love story to the little kid, you know, running on the plane and everybody, you know, helping him say his his goodbyes to his one true love. And he's like seven or eight to, it's just, it's a near perfect movie and it's a Christmas time. It's set, you know, before Christmas, but I really consider it a Valentine's day movie. So that is my recommendation. We have a bonus day tomorrow. Um, so if you want to extend your Valentine's day, I say watch love actually. You always have so much information in your answer that I have like a million things to say or questions to ask at the end of it. Okay. Ask me. (laughs) I forget most of them, fortunately, but the one thing that popped into my head is how great it is that that little kid in love actually is he's in uh, queen's gambit. Yes, I know. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> yeah. It's like he, he disappeared. Like <laughs> he looks exactly the same. Exactly. <laughs> he told, I, in fact, when I started watching Queen's Gambit, I was like, ah, they're so happy to see him. And that's kind of what reminded me of the movie. But I, I just feel like it's such, you know, it's a movie that isn't overthought. You know, it's, it wasn't, it doesn't look like there was too much planning or thought put into it. It, To me, it's a very organic viewing and I just love it. I think it's, it's great. It's, you know, the score is phenomenal as well. So. Yeah. I think that one guy put a little bit too much planning in uh, showing up at his best friend's house to show a bunch of cue cards to (laughs) his girlfriend. That may have been planning. Yeah. (laughs) It's right there in his hands if the guy just happens to wander by the door or something. He's sitting right there watching telly. I have a good friend who for years, uh, the first card, I think, when uh, she opens the door and it's written, say it's carol singers. Yeah. Uh, Forever, my buddy thought that carol singers was like a person. Carol. (laughs) Oh. That's really funny. <laughs> yeah, pretty amazing. Yeah, and, and, that, and that survived for years and years, I think. Uh, <laughs> he should have. That is a smart play, is that, you know, if they ever remake Love Actually, I'm shocked they haven't. Uh, they should, uh, he should also have on tape uh, carolers that he could turn on so that the guy in the other room thinks she's just. Right? right? Like up the production value. <laughs> <laughs> I will say it's pretty, pretty rough that he does that to his buddy. 
You know, so like, rough. who so is that rough. serving? Like, what is he expecting? Really? He's planting a seed of anything in her mind, you know, Oh, this guy's in love with me, but, but he doesn't want anything, but <laughs> like, you know, I don't, I don't know if that makes it better necessarily for his pal. Every other rom-com would have shown that shown some flaw in that guy that made her ultimately not right for the guy she was with. And therefore it's a romantic gesture that this other guy comes along, but that he just tries to take her away from his buddy and it doesn't work, but that she finds it all just super adorable. <laughs> right. And just runs back inside to her, her man. It's just, it's weird. But I do agree with Claire that it's, uh, you know, hard to not like. It's a very, uh, I just find some- it pulls some at your the, heartstrings. Like, I don't know. Some of the scenarios are better than others for me personally, but, uh, but the overall feeling is good. I, I, I hope you recommend Christmas movies throughout the year, Claire. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> it's, but to me, like I said, it's about, it's a movie about love. It's the most, um, I don't know, articulate movie about loving someone and the, the simple, act of love you know it's yeah. it's not it's not all romantic it's not all defined um it's just about that emotion so they think that's what really yeah. attracts me to it and my and it's also about my love my love of the uh nostalgia over being able to chase someone to the gate when they're leaving on a flight i know i mean the, and that's heathrow heathrow was rough man <laughs> <laughs> we've all been through it enough you know it's like miles and miles so that makes that scene even more impressive <laughs> i can't hear the name heathrow without thinking of scooby-doo saying it for some reason <laughs> it sounds like a scooby-doo word so um thank you for that well thought out recommendation i'm sorry you guys have to follow that but uh adam or evan do either of you have a, a movie you'd like to recommend <laughs> I'll throw one on the fire here. Okay. Uh, uh, my wife just, I, we've been doing old uh, sailing movies. I don't know why. And she wanted to watch the bounty from the eighties, Roger Donaldson. Mm -hmm. And it's really good. It's uh, and just listen to this cast. Uh, Anthony Ho and everyone like young Anthony Hopkins is the lead. Then there's Mel Gibson would be like the second. Then Daniel Day Lewis then a young Liam Neeson and they're all, uh, and then the score is really cool. It's, I think it's pronounced Vangelis, but they did the score for Blade Runner too. So it's mm -hmm. this really like synth score, even though it's an 1800 you know, sailing movie. And, um, it's a good, it's a good drama. It's not even really like that much action. It's much more kind of a human drama, um, with uh and it really i'm really a fan of movies that there's a lot of period movies but some movies can transport you there better than others you know and give you a feel for you know what it must be like the the sort of sense of it all and um there's just some good there's a lot of scenes in anthony hopkins quarters where they're all eating dinner and the boat is just rocking and they constantly have to put their hands on the the silverware and the plates to kind of keep it from, and just that detail, but it really feels like you're, you know, having dinner uh, uh, on an old ship and there's a lot of screen time there. And I know that doesn't sound enjoyable, 
but it is. And um, by comparison, you know, we also were halfway through Master and Commander. It's taken two nights. And I remember liking it fine at the time, but it was really well regarded, I know. And she really liked it. We're watching that one again, and I still think, yeah, it's, it's, it's solid, but I don't love it. I think the bounty, uh, pun intended, blows it, blows it out of the water. Yeah, but both uh, from uh, filmmakers from Down Under, is it? Yes. Oh, I didn't know Roger Donaldson was Australian. Yeah, but, uh, he is. Yeah. Oh. I was oh, wow. so excited for Master and Commander in the theaters. Truman Show was my favorite film when I was a kid, and I think that was the, the Peter the Weir's follow-up. Follow wow, yeah. And could not have been more excited. And then felt kind of the same way, where like I was just surprised by, I guess, how little plot there was. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. it, it, it's most of it is just the, the guys hanging out on the boat, right? Like, uh, someone they're just hunting, they're being hunted by the ship point. and he's trying to like, it's just like a cat and mouse between him and one other ship. He's trying to Napoleon, you know, army. I, I, yeah, it's a great, I like that movie. I watched Greyhound this week, which is oh, another, how's that? It, it's, you know, it was like, it was like a long version of, of battleship. <laughs> I mean, it was good, but it was, you know, it was good. But I, I'm a like uh, that movie starts in battle, right? They don't like lead, mm -hmm. up, lead up to it. There's it's no happening. lead up. It's, it's just happening. Yeah, it's already yeah. yeah. But I love Master and Commander. Um. Yeah, the far side of the world is that the full yes, title? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Master and Commander, the far side of the world. Yeah. You know, I think it could have benefited from being rated R. Maybe it's rated PG-13. So some of the like just truly awfulness of the. Uh, Cause you know, it dips in it. I mean, that's the interesting stuff. Like the kid, the little kid gets hurt in the beginning and they have to amputate his arm and stuff. Um, it's brutal, but like, that's just some of the stuff that's interesting to me, but they have to kind of pull their punches a little with how, how awful it is on board. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we've got uh, for Claire. See, I always forget. I, I, I forgot to, uh, to write it down. Her movie is love actually. And then, um, Adams is the bounty bounty the bounty which also um I was realizing is that's the same it has the same story as mutiny on the bounty yeah which I've never seen and I feel a little bad because I think I think um Donald Trump name checked mutiny on the bounty not that long ago when he was pissed oh. that parent uh, uh uh parasite one so um sorry <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did he say about the bounty? He's yeah, like, why? You know, I think he's something effective. What is Parasite? What is it? You know, what about the old movies, Mutiny on the Bounty, and some other? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gone with the Wind and and uh, yeah. Song of the South. Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> Birth of a Nation. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I do love that clip though, where he's reacting to the uh, the Oscar win for Parasite, and he's just like, "Isn't that horrible?" I mean, I don't know. Have, have you seen it? Is it any good? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's very bad about it without any knowledge of what it is. Um, Evan, what you, what's your recommendation? Um, well, I'm going to start with a, a plug for some of my Canadian pals who made a movie called Psycho Gorman, which is also out on digital. But it's right so now. funny. I started watching that last night. Oh, no kidding. Interject real fast, but with my daughter. And then they start saying like, because it's not rated, but the acronym or whatever, it's PG is what they call it. <laughs> you know, it's called like Psycho Gorman PG. And it is like, looks like a kid's movie and mix up. So we're watching it. And then like, 10 minutes in the guy starts saying what suck my dick and then rips off two heads and we turn it off 
anyways, go ahead. <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, much like our own film, it's it's really baiting uh, a lot of. Uh... But to not rate it, I'm like, let me. I'm trying yeah. to find like what you know, because the trailer looks innocuous enough. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but it, it's, it's funny because it is very much like a kid's movie in terms of its plotting. Like, you know, the, the central characters are all young kids, like a 10-year-old girl or something. And, uh, um, and you know, it's just the only difference being that they befriend this uh, this alien hell-bent on destroying all life. And um, the film truly, literally doesn't pull any punches in terms of just, like, how graphic it is. But it's a silly gore, you know? Like, I can see getting a few minutes uh, into that with your daughter. I mean, I... I yeah, yeah. It is it is pretty graphic though. I, uh, I it's a film that's just it was so the lovingly dick that really. Yeah, right, sure. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's like so many practical effects and you know uh, prosthetics and like truly a film that was handcrafted and um, just I, I mean I just find it really exciting to see that kind of uh, you know care in a contemporary movie when so much stuff is you know digital and green screen and to see people who really built these characters uh to see these characters that were just hand built and um uh the love that that it requires to make a movie like that and it's just it's it's so much fun uh it's so funny uh so how's it spelled like is it two words psycho gorman well is the title adam in the yes yes pg psycho gorman I, you know, I've seen it a few different ways, but like essentially, no, the title Psycho Gorman, two words. Gorman, like somebody's last name, Gorman. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> yeah, it's, um, not a, it's not a Psycho Gorman, it's Psycho no, Gorman. No, exactly. <laughs> and the, the kid in the film is phenomenal, is just incredible too. Like the, she the, is, the, I was the lead her. character, I, was is, I don't know how old the actor was, but she's playing just like a uh, full tilt, like sociopath. No, and, her uh, eye, she did an eye roll. I mean, like I said, I only saw 10 minutes, but she does an eye roll that like her head almost falls off. It's really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, a, lot, yeah. a lot anyway, of I had a couple, uh, a couple of friends who worked on that and uh, um, I was just, you know, it's, it's, it's nice to see that one out in the world the same way as ours. And, uh, um, and yeah, tricking parents into putting it on for their children, much like the kid detective, but, uh, the, okay. For Valentine's day, I have another, uh, another recommendation, which oh, okay. is another Bonus one, recommendation. Um, Here we go. which, uh, is a film called two lovers with Joaquin Phoenix and Gwyneth Paltrow mm. from 2009, which is a film mm. that like, I think got, you know, pretty overlooked. It was when he was doing his uh, I'm becoming a rapper stunt with like his long beard and his long uh, hair. Right. And um, this was the film that he was promoting at the time. Right, and right. it's so, so good. James Gray directed it. It's uh, one of my favorite Joaquin roles performances. And um, uh, it's so, it's so sad. It, it's just like really melancholic, not certainly not like a heartwarming Valentine's day film, but <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's a sad one. It's a beautiful movie though. It's sadder than her. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I've. <laughs> it's. I think it's sadder than her. I mean, I care. I, uh, is it uh, sadder than? Don't worry, he won't get far on foot. Her is. Her is sad in a different way. It's sad. Uh, is it sadder than the sisters' brothers? <laughs> I never saw that one. Never oh my god, one. it's brutal. I, I think it's sadder than all those movies. Her, I guess, ends in a pretty. You know, it's. Uh, it's hopeful. The end of her. That's right. Yeah, he goes up with Amy Adams and he writes a poem he's, to his ex-wife. He's so and, uh, sad through that whole something. movie. It's just, it's just sad that he has that mustache. Yeah, right. <laughs> and that pants don't have belts anymore. That mm. was that one Spike Jones futuristic touch. And that I, 
I thought that was the most genius thing, but just they're high waisted. Everyone's yeah. I thought it was. It's like the only thing I remember from that movie, and I love it. (laughs) It does. It really stands out. Like wow, (laughs) pants are crazy. They'd be so insanely comfortable. You don't have to do anything after a big meal. Just keep, keep, keep on keeping on. Um, well, thank you for all those recommendations. Those are excellent options for people who to uh, to check out. I should have said you don't have to be too Valentine's Day or romantic based because this comes out tonight. So people will be probably listening to it tomorrow. So you should have recommended presidents. Ah, you're right. Mm. Oh. <laughs> but I think everyone should watch a romantic movie on President's Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll Absolutely. be right back. We're going to have this, this. Evan is here to fight. I don't know about Adam, but uh, Evan came to play. And uh, so we'll see how they do. It's always a dangerous thing to say because, you know, now I've really just set myself up for humiliation. Everyone will know that I care. Oh yeah, but it's not it, losing to Claire. It's it's, it's real. It's so painless. I'm glad. Yeah, a, five, <laughs> a, four, a four-time champion. It's true. It'll go down. He makes you feel good about it. She's really good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll be right back. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. We're back and everybody's excited to see how these games go today. This first game is called How Long Is It? And it's a pretty simple game. I just name a thing. And then each of you guess how long it is, and whoever is closest to the right number, love it, without going over, mm. is uh, that without going over. That's the real. Yeah, yeah, you know, just to because it's a, uh, you know, could it's easier to have some sort of tie if you don't do it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Right. That's uh, like uh, I don't know if that's Price is right, too, right? You can't go over. <laughs> Got it. Price, Price is right Price, style. Price is right style, we like to say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like that you made a game, How Long Is It? <laughs> yeah, it's just called How Long Is It? I guess. Alex game. <laughs> I don't know if it's one name, it's just so tiresome sometimes. <laughs> so I would just say, well, it's a game about how long things are, so how long is it? Um, but the secret part of this that people don't know when, when I introduce this game is it always has something to do with Tom Hanks for no oh. real reason other than just who doesn't mm. Tom Hanks. Mm. Tom Hanks, uh, let's see, he said uh, when the Green Mile came out, 
there were people that were not, uh, they were not into how long it was. And Tom Hanks was a vocal defender of the length of Green Mile, arguing that a longer movie, you're getting more for your money. Mm. Which is like, well, okay, if I was being tortured, I wouldn't want it to go longer because I, because of how much I paid for it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I would if I paid for torture. But that was your thing. But anyway, the Green Mile, people love it. So, you know, that's not the point. The point is, if it's so damn long, just how long is it? In minutes, how long is the motion picture, the Green Mile? We'll start with Claire. Okay. Um, I know that it is... I don't, well, I don't know if I want to talk through my answer. Um, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go one, two, three, 123. Okay. 123. Yeah. How many, how many hours? That's only two hours and three minutes, right? That no. is two yeah. hours and three minutes. Correct. Oh, wait. See. <laughs> See, wait, hold on. <laughs> okay can we one, do one eight one eight yeah. three one eight three that's my answer that's, that's my answer final answer yeah maybe. sorry I, I you guys just gave me a uh, gimme right. yeah well that's you know i mean it's worth pointing out we sportsman gentlemen gentlemen thank you i appreciate it both of you guys are awesome and i'm gonna watch uh kid detective tonight <laughs> i'll even let the two of you uh decide who goes next well, see, oh, now I, I would feel you. bad because I could say like, uh, you know, three hours and two minutes, right? And, uh, and that would be very a very cheap way to play, very unsportsmanlike. What if? Well, because, I, because if I'm just going like a minute less, you know, knowing that we can't go uh, over. Oh, well, I don't know. I think you can do that. <sighs> it's not right. I would do that. <laughs> no, really? <laughs> uh, knowing that we can't go over, I, 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 think, I think that that's, uh, it's unfair. So w- what was the first guess again? Three hours and three minutes? Wait, though, so you're saying you're not going to say 182 minutes because of how unfair that would be? Yes, I don't think That'd I can do it. That would be unfair to you more than anybody else. Because she said, 180, she said uh, 183. Yeah. So you'd only have that, it, you'd have to be 182 on the nose to win. But if you said 184, if you the mean thing to do is to add a dollar to hers, because then anything over that, but yeah, yeah, yeah she yeah. still has anything over. So I don't think it's yeah, you know. Okay, now, well, if you said okay. that, and then I didn't win in right below you, that would be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, though. You can if you think it's. What, Listen, what I'm just. I don't think it cracks the three hour mark. I don't, I'm not, I don't know it that well, but I'm going to go a little lower. I'm going to go down in around two minutes, two hours, 45 minutes. That's where I'm going to go. Okay. Okay. Uh, that being the case, I'm going to go, I'm gonna go two hours, 58 minutes. Okay. See there, you leave yourself a little, little room, a little wiggle, but that's the crazy thing. You, so you're saying how many total Evan? Well, I'm trying to keep a nice buffer on either side. I, I don't want to, I want to play, I want to win fair. So two, yeah. two hours and 58 minutes. 2.58. All right, fair enough. The thing is, when you show up to compete against 
Kramer. I, I think cheating is the only way you could possibly pull it off because I, I do know the movie is over three hours, but I don't remember right. how much. Uh, it's five minutes longer than your bid, wow. Claire. You were five minutes off uh, with 183 because it's 188 minutes. Wow. I, I knew it was over three hours because that was a big topic when it came right, out. Right, right. And they didn't have the app that told you when to have the pee breaks like they did with Endgame. You remember? And they created that app so that you could put in that it would alert you when to go to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, so, you wouldn't, so you wouldn't miss good parts of the movie. But when Green Mile came out, they didn't have that. So you had to really There's like- There's an app that tells you like, this is the slow part, go- <laughs> Yeah, go, what, there, it was specifically designed for Endgame. What's, what's the app called? I can't remember, but it, I had it on my phone because I took all my kids to the movie and I was like, no one pees after this point. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I wonder cool. if like, are there, is there, are there movies that are so bad that the, the rating is just, it's a person sitting at home. Like they tell you, you're just probably better just off go. At home where you can go pee whenever you need to. <laughs> just, just go to the bathroom for, for the movie. <laughs> I, uh, you know, that's my favorite movies of all times uh, are pretty much the ones where there's no time to, to go pee. I always find it frustrating whenever there's things happening in a movie where if you missed it, it wouldn't, you know, really change your overall. I agree a hundred percent experience. I mean, sometimes it's about the vibe, uh, which can be cool, but mostly I want something to be, uh, you know, going on all the time. And what would be the scene in Endgame? Like, where would they tell you? Do you remember where they told you to go? There was something around the two, like 20 mark. Well, that's like you can bet, you know, if you just can't hold it in where they were like far into it. Well, no, no, they they offered other breaks before that, oh, but, but you that was one at 220. That was the last one. They said, This is your last chance exit. to go this is where the you only time, yeah, to where you won't miss, you know, the whole you know, culmination of everything, yeah. Which I won't say because if some, well, I guess the, the oh my moratorium God. on spoilers yeah. is over. <laughs> I'm really concerned about, I, I still haven't seen Endgame and I don't want anyone to spoil it. Right? I know. That's like. <laughs> That'd be a really weird person. Are we, are you friends with an astronaut? Like what is it? <laughs> Why would they, oh. you know, if they're that into it, you know? Right. I'm, I'm casually into it might not want it spoiled. But that, but they, you know, they did have that hashtag, don't spoil the end, end game, right? That was the hashtag that they got trending when the movie came out. And all that, remember that, that was the publicity campaign. All the actors were like coming out and saying, don't spoil the end game or tweeting it and stuff. So, but it's over. You can spoil it Yeah, doesn't it Ruffalo always put his foot in his mouth every time there's a new one though? Right. <laughs> I, think, I think he's always, I think he's the one that's always like in interviews saying, They're like, don't let him talk. <laughs> he just doesn't care and they shoot shit out of order. So he's just like, yeah, I'm classes now. You know, he's saying that two movies too early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, congratulations, Claire. And guys, all she won was the opportunity to go first in our next and final game, which we will play right after. These words will be right back. No flipping. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We're back with Adam Brody and Evan Morgan, star and executive producer and writer and director of The Kid Detective. Going up against Claire Kramer, five-time champion on this run, so many wins under her belt overall. And gets to go first in this next game. Are you ready, Claire? I am ready. What game is it? <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing is I have to keep whipping out new games because Claire keeps coming back week after week. I don't want her to have any kind of advantage. <laughs> uh, so this is a game we haven't played. Before. I hope it has an equally like descriptive title, <laughs> this <Yeah>. next game. <laughs> Uh, I think it's pretty de- descriptive. This game is called Franco or Frank No. Okay. Uh, I'll name a movie. And your job, when it's your turn, is to tell me if it features James Franco, Dave Franco, or neither. Okay. First person to get three of these right is the winner when you miss one the next person gets to take a stab at it if two people miss on one the third person gets a gimme uh, that's mm-hmm. how you can mm-hmm. that's how you can pick up points without knowing anything that's a lucky break yeah so we'll go claire then evan and then adam claire you're up first which franco or neither was in a motion picture called greenberg mm. I am fairly certain that that is Dave Franco. That is correct. Right out of the gate, Claire is on the board. Nice. Showing dominance. That was a funny movie. Love that movie. Ben Stiller, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was, uh, I I like all of. uh, I like like failed people movies. (laughs) Like, wasn't he like an old musician? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It was literally like an ab- aborted cunnilingus scene where he like starts and then it's <laughs> up and like leaves. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. Yeah. I think you're going to end up on a, if there's a reel of those, Adam, you're going to be on it. If there's a reel of them? For which of aborted, aborted cunnilingus scene. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh shit! Right, the new one. <laughs> oh yeah, right. I don't <laughs> want to that <laughs> That's still fun. Uh, <laughs> fun coincidence. Um, all right, so um, it's on Evan now for this next one. You get the first stab at it. Um, James or Dave or neither. A movie is called Charlie St. Cloud. I'm gonna say neither but maybe Dave's in it. I'm going to say neither. I, I've never gotten over that title because I remember when it came out, like the trailer just being just, you know, after a few minutes of, you know, watching Zac Efron doing stuff on a boat, it just says 
Charlie. <laughs> it just doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. It's just such a weird. <laughs> uh, that is incorrect. Neither <sighs> neither is wrong. So that means Adam, you get to choose between. Uh, does it have Dave or James in it? Charlie St. Cloud. Uh, Evan said. Evan said neither. Uh, that's, that's right. Well, I, I, oh, I well, said then neither. Like then a Canadian. Then definitely uh, Dave Franco would be his friend. Dave Franco. That that is correct. Adam is correct. Yeah. That has one point. What is the? Is that the the point of that movie? Is Zac Efron is dead the whole time? I believe his brother is dead. Oh, and he like but somebody's he dead. I believe his brother is dead, and they play catch. That's all is I remember. Is that true, Claire? I think so. Someone definitely was dead in it. It's his younger brother, right? Yeah. Yep. My favorite is the movie Safe Haven with um, uh, Julianne Huff and um, Josh Duhamel. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it. I was so close to saying Timothy Elephant. And um, so (laughs) um, that movie is so funny how Colby Smulders is her friend that that lives next door that just gives her advice from time to time throughout the movie. And then the twist at the end of the movie is that that woman's been dead the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) It's so weird. It's such a weird, because the movie doesn't, the rest of the movie doesn't play like it's about any kind of, you know, supernatural. Wow. I love that. Yeah. I love a bananas reveal. (laughs) It's so funny. It's so like, that's why I don't worry about spoiling it for people by saying that it happens because as you're watching it, you'll forget that it's going to happen. And then when it does, it's so funny. Um, Okay. Speaking of dead people movie, I just introduced my kids to Sixth Sense, which they loved. Mm, I bet that worked. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They had so many questions. Right? They're like, wow, he must have uh, really put well, told- weight to, to marry Jenny McCarthy. <laughs> I told him at the beginning, I'm like, there's a twist. So the entire, which was a mistake because the entire movie, they're like, is he, what's the twist? Is, is this, what's going on? And I was like, just, I never should have said anything. <laughs> yeah, but it gives you something to think about though, too, because that's, uh, you know, the M. Night Shyamalan really, the pacing is like, you know, it's almost like, you know, he wants you to sit and look at the puzzle and think about it. But then after you see it the first time, it's like you see it the from the very start of the movie. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh yeah. Could you even get away with that? I mean, it's 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 a brilliant movie. Like, could you in the internet age even do that movie now? I mean, would it would it be spoiled for everyone instantly? Or I think the marketing it? campaign, like Claire was talking about earlier, has to just be like, don't tell anybody. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah. they just if now it's, it's in the new twins, movie. they have to say don't say anything. Like I like that when Knives Out came out, they were pretty good about <laughs> like the trailers were really good at not not being a typical trailer of showing you too much, and then uh, they made it you know they made people excited about going to a movie where you don't you know right. where you you don't share like a, seeing a magic act like where you know you just don't share that information because it's more fun that way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's but. If you've got a movie with a serious twist in it that you don't want people to know about, I don't think that's possible to pull off anymore. Well, we'll know soon because his new movie, Old, have you seen the trailer for that? Oh, the new Shyamalan? Yeah. Uh-uh. It's Nobody- so interesting. It's about people who like age instantly. Right. Oh. Yeah, looks really good. And I'm sure they're, you know, it'll be interesting to see the campaign with that, like you said. Yeah. 
But that's going to get what kind of release you think that's going to get? I don't know because I I wasn't privy to like how far out they were, like how much post they still had. Mm-hmm. I mean that guy's always cranking out stuff. Now he's making you know TV series too because of all the uh, streaming services uh, needing you know needing product. Mm-hmm. Loving stamping his name on there. Um, so we're back to Claire then, I guess. Okay. Claire gets to go first on this next one. Claire has one point. Adam has one point. Evan is waiting to get on the board. (laughs) Claire, James Franco, Dale Franco, or neither the Lego movie. Hmm. Lego movie number one. Hmm. Lego movie number one. Um, I'm going to say neither. That is incorrect. Mm. Rare stumble. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I, I'm going to say Dave in that case. Evan coming in fast and hot with the correct answer. Mm-hmm. Evan is now on the board. We have a three-way tie. Woo! Terribly, terribly exciting. Now we're going to, uh, Adam gets to go first on this next one. Adam, which one of those guys or neither was in a movie? James, no, go ahead, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I I only, I compiled this game by only looking at a book about Dave Franco. (laughs) No, uh, there's some other ones in here. I I think uh, the movie's called Six Balloons. Wow. Yeah. It's a wild card. I'm going to, I'll give you a lot of credit if none of them are in it, because that's, that's bold to grab something no one's ever heard of that none, none of them are, <laughs> you know, could be anything. Could be a very early James thing or a friend's arty thing. I'd be inclined to go Dave but we have done three Daves, two Daves in a row. So I'm just going to say James. That's my logic. You're going Dave? I'm going to go James. Oh, oh, oh. that's incorrect. <laughs> Claire? Uh, um, I'm going to say... Oh my gosh. I don't, I, he said, James, I'm going to say Dave. Cause I don't think you would pick one that nobody was in right now. <laughs> I, see. <laughs> I see. Uh, that is correct. What is the movie? Dave. Dave's Six balloons. I don't think I've seen it. I, I haven't either. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm assuming that they're not, Luffed balloons, because there's only six of them. Did you say sick balloons? No, six. Six, okay. Like, it doesn't matter. None of us know what the hell this is, but apparently Dave Franco uh, is in it. Okay. Uh, I hope he got paid. And who was the one that, uh, oh, Claire just got that one. So now we move on to Evan. And the next film is called Six underground. Hmm. Hmm. 
Well, it's funny. It's the type of title that, that sounds vaguely familiar, but maybe I've never heard of it. Um, Six Underground. All right. Well, let's, let's just say James and, and yeah. All right. Let's say James. That's incorrect. Ah, shit. <laughs> Adam Six Underground. Is I'm wondering if it's this Ryan Reynolds Michael Bay thing that just came out, or that's something something some number. But anyways, regardless, I'm going to say neither. That is incorrect. Claire for the win. I'm going to say Dave. <laughs> wow, this is all Dave, the all Dave hour. It's all Dave all the time. Like, but he's in two movies that nobody's ever heard of that start with the number six. Wow, and uh, have to do with balloons. <laughs> Six Balloons to Six Underground. But yeah, Six Underground, I think, is the uh, movie with uh, Ryan Reynolds. Oh, and he's in that. Okay. I think so, yeah. And Dave is in that. And then, yes, there are just uh, so many movies that uh, both of them have been in that, uh, like you were saying, they like they, they go indie and, and uh, mainstream with equal measure. So it's real hard to keep track of, uh, of all their titles. But Claire is, has done it once again. She's been unstoppable. And That's because you guys were nice and gave me the second guess on Green Mile because <laughs> I said I did the wrong calculation. Well, we did let you fix that. But here's the great thing about Claire coming back next week is she will have seen The Kid Detective and that could be her recommendation. I will Perfect. talk about it. A lot, yes. a lot of, a lot of show. Uh, and if it's not her recommendation, <laughs> we, you all know what she thought about. <laughs> then, it, then it's what Psycho, uh, Psycho Gorman. Gorman. <laughs> Psycho Gorman will come get me. I am going to watch that too. That sounds good. Yeah, that does. Uh, Evan Morgan, what else is going on? Do you have uh, other than telling people to find the Kid Detective on? On, uh, it's on DVD, Blu-ray, and on demand, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, available. Fire up those Blu-rays. Mm. It's in all those places. It's on Amazon and iTunes and all. Yeah, that. yeah. And I watched it on Amazon, and uh, like I said, it's at the insanely reasonable price of six dollars. Uh, yeah, like in the good old days. Yeah. Well, we did have a theatrical run. I think that's why. I think the, the really expensive ones are going straight to digital, right? Where uh, you have to spend like $20 to watch them. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, they come out of the gate at 20 and then you just sit and wait for the, uh, mm -hmm. the price to come down. Or in my case, it to become, uh, you know, a screener for uh, awards consideration. Sometimes I'll hang out and wait for that to happen. But, uh, you know, as we know, there's a lot of movies now, so cutting through the clutter is, is tough. And, um, uh, kid detective is the kid detective is definitely worth a watch. Adam Brody also currently appearing in promising young woman. And I assume to be seen in Shazam too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> We're all in agreement that you'll be in Shazam too. <laughs> And uh, anything else you'd like to plug? Uh, ba -ba -ba, no, no. Just go watch The Kid Detective. Well, and uh, that's enough for me. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. And for yeah. elevating that garbage movie, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. <laughs>
Yeah. 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 You, you made the line so much better. <laughs> <laughs> that was playing on our television as well the other night. And, uh, um, I was watching it, you know, with Adam's kind of self-critique in mind, you know, just kind of curious because I know that's not his favorite of his performances. And I also thought that you were good. I think, you know, I, yeah. I think like it's a smaller role for sure, but uh, I never noticed the Fight Club t-shirt in the interrogation yeah, yeah. That's scene. That's the best thing in my performance. That was done. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I thought it was so great. Yeah. My, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was great without even remembering that Brad Pitt was in fight club. Like, right. he, like I, I, I was so uh, impressed with it as a costume <laughs> choice. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was the, yeah, that was good. Yeah. Why didn't you have a Laura Croft shirt on? <laughs> uh, underneath. <laughs> I always had layers. It was on over a long sleeve shirt and the long sleeve yeah, shirt was a, the character was had a, Tomb lot, Raider. Had a lot of backstory. A lot, he was a fan of a lot of things, <laughs> um, but thank you guys for being here and everybody watch the kid detective and seriously, Claire and I will talk about it on the show. I'm very excited. Very excited. Claire, do you have anything else to uh, make anybody aware of this week? Uh, nope. I'm all good. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. She doesn't even, she's just here for the joy of competition. Doesn't have anything to plug. Does she drive away in the car now in the minivan? <laughs> yeah, she won the minivan. Uh, Douglasmovies.com has all of my extremely tentative uh, road dates and there's not a lot of them, but you can still go there and look at it and dream of a future where uh, the, you know, clubs are open and, you know, people can come out and see me. And thanks again to my guests, uh, Evan Morgan, Adam Brody, and Claire Kramer. And as always, that's, oh God, what does that say? That's the stuff that dreams are made of. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of Gold is viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in.